Yeah, let's do it. I like that. I'm always interested in the specials. Yesterday was mac and cheese with a little lobster. <laughs> <laughs> a little special Halloween over A little here, special, right? okay. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Let's get this party started. Chicago, Illinois, the home of dysfunctional government and the highest homicide rates in the nation. This is the Fireworks Brigade, starring Johnny Starr and Ron the Banker. This pyro podcast is all about the people and the passion of fireworks and is sponsored by Star Fireworks in Fargo, North Dakota. And now, here's Johnny Star and Ron oh, wow. Banker. Rozo. First in the word, Brian. What, what movie is this? What is this job all about? Fire. Oh, <laughs> good God. The Unicorn, that's my favorite movie. Happy Halloween, John. Happy Halloween, Ron. I know you guys are, your family's really big on Halloween, and I, uh, yeah. judging by those scary movies you just showed me, I'm, my face is tingling already just by watching it, I, I and that's a clip. Is that is that a thing, your face tingles? Yeah, my, my face tingles. Like, I watch a scary movie, I'm like, my face is like tingling oh, okay. for some reason. That's an awesome movie. That's um, What movie is that? That's called Cabin in the Woods, John. Oh, that's, I think I've heard of that, Cabin um, in the Woods. Five college friends. This was from uh, what year was it? Twenty twelve. Five college friends. Uh, they they revi- they arrive at a remote cabin for a little vacation. Little do they expect the horrors that await. One by one, they fall victim to backwoods zombies. But another factor at play: uh, two scientists are manipulating the ghoulish goings on. It, it that that scene I showed you. That's like the climax there. So really, what it is is like every imaginable horrible thing that can happen to you. All these like these ghouls and monsters and zombies, they're all underground in this series of elevators. And and when these people stay in the cabin, unsuspecting, these people that are in the cabin, they like choose at random what's going to be their death. And then these people, these scientists program it. And then whatever that these people, the victims choose comes up to the surface. They send them up to the surface in the surface in these elevators and then they go kill the people. Wow. But so those two stragglers that you saw, they kind of escaped mm-hmm. and they thwarted the whole plan and they got down below with all the elevators and then when she pushed that button and said let's get the party started she pushed the button so every like single living imaginable nightmare scenario that would kill you 
they all empty the elevators at the same time. It just like kills everybody in the whole in the whole in the whole laboratory. Did they kill each other though? Yeah, though, at the end the whole Earth is done. Oh wow! I, I don't fair. I don't mean to ruin it for you, but I don't think you're gonna be. I'm right. not gonna no. I'm not gonna see it. My face is tingling already. I don't just, think you're gonna watch it anytime just by soon. description. Yeah, it, it was uh, it made uh, sixty six million dollars. Did, did the two stragglers make it out alive? No, they didn't. It was. Did you really want me to tell you? Yeah, yeah, so, I do want to. No. <laughs> so, and I want to spoil for everybody. So, okay, you want to spoil for? This is from 2012. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's where I'm way sure they know. That. Yeah. Well, see what what it is is like. There's these the um, it's like these um, gods. Uh, all these people are being sacrificed to to satisfy the gods, and so and the god. So the way it worked is there had to be five of them, and those were the last two you saw, and the virgin had to get killed last. And the virgin was the girl, and the other one was the guy. So, in order for the gods to be satisfied, the guy had had to die first. There was three others that got killed off. The guy had to die first, and then the girl had to die or not die last. She was the virgin. So, at the end, it comes down to they're in this like tomb, and Sigourney Weaver is like the leader of the gods. I don't know why it's Sigourney Weaver, but and there's eight minutes till sunrise, and they have to satisfy the gods. So, so the, the girl, the virgin's got the gun and Sigourney Weaver says you have to kill him or the whole world's going to end because the gods are going to be mad because we didn't make the sacrifice. The sacrifice wasn't made. So, you know, so now it, there's this, the, the selection is either this guy dies or he or alone or he dies with the whole world. Mm -hmm. So and it just so happens they end up killing Sigourney Weaver and then the guy and the virgin are sitting there alone. They smoke a joint. And then the end is you see this big, big, huge hand come up from under the ground and just like swipe the whole earth and annihilates it all. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Not, not a, not a feel good ending. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> not, not a feel good to, to now, end a movie. Now, let me tell you about my movie I watched on the airplane coming in to make this podcast. All right. What was so that? I flew in special for this podcast because it is Halloween and we don't want to miss a Halloween episode. Yeah. So I flew in special for that. So I start watching this movie with Billy Crystal, and it's called Here Today. Okay. Completely different movie because the poor guy is uh, a comedian, uh, a, a uh, how do you say, a uh, comedy writer. Right. He's a comedy writer, and basically he's getting the beginning stages of Alzheimer's. So it's okay. very, very sad, sad movie. Uh-huh. So, you know, you go from one extreme where the whole world dies, uh -huh. and I'm going from to the next extreme where the guy loses his mind and basically he's, right. he's, he's brain dead, you know. Yeah. We, we both have a certain kind of sad, but you yeah. know, mine is much more, you know. Yeah, mine's more person to person sad. Yeah, where, mine is much more over the top. Uh, we're going to end the world. Yeah, yours just killed everybody, annihilated everybody. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it is. Our, Interesting. It is our Halloween, so we, we could put a little rainstorm on there. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> last time we saw each other, John, we were in Erie, Pennsylvania. Wow, is that the last episode? Yeah, we've been. You've been very busy. I've been very busy. Right. We were in Erie, Pennsylvania for the NFA, oh, yeah. which uh, went, I thought, extremely well. Right. I love the uh, area. I like the whole venue. It was, you know, we could see that we were a little bit out of sync, a little bit, you know. We had some technical difficulties there in the beginning at the racetrack with the uh, with oh, the yeah. with the sound system and all that. But yeah, well, you guys got it under control. We got it under control. And uh, yeah, how the last few nights go? Were the demos good? Yeah, and, uh, demos were real feeling? good. All the demos were good, I thought. And uh, and uh, you know, weather wasn't bad. It held out for us, which is pretty good. You stayed till the end. Oh yeah, I stayed to the end. And um, yeah. yeah, I stayed to the Friday night and did the. Uh, 
last kind of afterglow together with everybody, which okay. was good. And then, um, well, but yeah. what afterglow? They kept shutting down early. That you, yeah. Well, that usually, yeah. I mean, that you know, closed earlier than years right. ago. That's for sure. But you know, it is what it is. But it was good though. We'd sit outside, and yeah, you know, Steve seemed happy. I, yeah, you know, I missed Nancy not being there. Nancy yeah, Pelogen, yeah, course. we didn't get to see Nancy, or you know. Did. Always like running her registration and laughing and talking a little yeah. bit. But um, did you give away all the pyro slut signs? Yeah, gave away all the pyro t-shirts. slut signs. All the t-shirts went. Yeah, it was pretty uh, pretty good. Pretty yeah, good. it was good. Some people even wanted the uh, the Steelers looking one, right? Yes, they wanted the, the Steelers one. Yeah, yeah good thing we that. didn't. The good thing you grabbed it, or else we would have not had. <laughs> I, we wouldn't been gone for ourselves. Yeah, I got one. I got one of every one. Sooner or later, I'm gonna run out of wall space. Right? Oh yeah, so that is all the ones right there, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna have to start doubling them up. I, nice. I did on the pyro sled. I think I put it lower, right? Yeah, yeah, right. and that lower is good too. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, and then we still got many other walls. We got this whole wall here. Oh uh, yeah, who knows? Yeah, who knows? yeah, we're in the, we're in a new studio, John. Yeah, this is really nice. This is a brand new we, studio. We got the TV hanging on the wall. We got some Queen, Earl Smith, Foo Fighters, Metallica. I see a new late. I see a new uh, design for a new label on one of these walls here. Oh, uh, there you go. And, yeah, uh, yeah. We and I see some. Yeah, we got our Gene Simmons signed. And the puppet even made it. The puppet <laughs> even made it. I like the guitars. Yeah, no, it looks really yeah, we're nice all in set. here. We're like all the set. color, I like all those cords hanging up there. I mean, it looked like a. Um, it's not, it looks, looks like a real like a studio. studio. Yeah, it exactly. looks like a real studio. That's yeah, that's what it's supposed to. If we had cork on these ceilings, I would. I would know the difference. I yeah, uh, I'm gonna be interested. It's gonna be interesting to hear how it sounds in here because there is there's not much to absorb sound at this point. That's yeah, not, I put this moving blanket on this table. I don't know if it's gonna help or not, but I just tried anything. So. I mean, next you know, next thing would be to just you know hang some moving blankets on the wall. It doesn't seem to be like an echo or nothing. No, not at all. Not that bad. Or, no. When we were watching the movie in the beginning, I think I had the volume on the TV, so that kind of threw it off a little. Okay, that's gotcha. why the, the, it didn't look good. But so, yeah. but so <clears throat> pyro purge, John. Yes. Um, I, 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 since we last spoke at the Erie. Uh, Things really didn't seem to get better with regards to shipping. And I know that the episode, this is 111, John. Wow, 111. Episode 111. Episode 109 we did with Steve Hauser from uh, NFA, uh, the uh, the uh, the convention. Uh, and um, I mean, that's all, obviously that's all Steve talked about was, uh, yeah. was shipping issues and supply chain and where do we go from here and talking about the costs and everything involved with it. So, um I guess uh, we'll follow up on that because right now it's October, not much going on, <clears throat> aside from trying to get some containers in. So what have you been doing? Let's do a pyro purge. What have you been doing with uh, regards to that? Well, um, as you know, I just, um, well, as you will know now, I mean, I flew out to uh, L.A. On, well, I flew to San Francisco first and uh, take care of some business, and then I flew to L.A. after that on Monday and, um, you know, trying to uh, – you know, uh, do a couple drop-ins on some companies and talk to different people in the whole shipping industry and find out once again firsthand what's going on. And, um, yeah, it's nothing has really changed. Um, from what I understand, uh, Costco and Matson do not want to do final destination deliveries other than to the state of California. Who's Matson? Matson is a big steamship company, and so is Costco, another big steamship oh, company. Oh, Costco, 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 yes, yes, the big shipping company. So between them and Matson, they're saying that they do not want to give you container space, 
uh, if your container, like, say, for instance, has to go from China to Fargo, North Dakota, they do not want to do a door-to-door move. They will get it to L.A. or yeah. Long Beach, and then they, um, you know, it's up to your responsibility to get that container unloaded, shipped to you, and then they get their container back so they can get back on the water to uh, China so we can start this whole process again. Oh, so so they don't want – so and there's there's really two ways to do it for someone who doesn't really understand, or, and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. So there's the chassis way, right? So the chassis means that the driver has a truck and they just take the container off the ship. Well, and then it goes onto a train, right? But then once it gets off the train, then the they take the actual container and they put it on a chassis – which then is goes on the truck, and then that goes to Fargo. Yeah. So you do it that way, or you can do it the other way, where I would imagine, and correct me if I'm wrong, you have to take the stuff out of the container, leave it closer to the port, have to take the stuff out of the container, shrink wrap it, palletize it, do whatever you're going to do. Or with just it. hand load it or onto just, a semi. Or just hand load it, but you put it onto a regular semi, and then that semi that's already contained within the United States, then that goes from point Yeah, that a, semi goes point from, point B. from L.A., Long Beach to us, and then it on the way back it stops and picks up whatever else it picks up. So they don't want to release the container any further than it has yes, to go. Yes, they don't want to. Uh, yeah, they want that container emptied right there and get it back to us because basically it's three and a half weeks. Sometimes you're going to load it. Now you're going to put it on a train. And once again, like I tell people, the train is not moving until the train is full. Mm-hmm. So then it goes yeah. on a train, and then right. it gets to a, um, a rail yard. But you still need then a truck. Like you say, it needs to be put on a chassis, and you still need a truck to go pick that up and deliver it to our door. So, you know, there's a container shortage. There's a chassis shortage. Nobody wants to wait. Um, you know, crew, uh, shortage on d- everything. Shortage on everything, and the ships are waiting out there. So I understand their point. You know, a captain used to be. You know, he leaves China. He's he's eleven, twelve days on the water. He's three days in in port, and then he's back on his way back out to sea. Well, now he comes. He's on the water for 10, 12 days. He sits in the port for three weeks, not right. moving. Right. Then he's got to get unloaded, and then he's got to get back out to sea. I mean. This is why containers are $42,000. Right, because it's just taking too long. Everything's taking too long. So their theory is, hey, you know what? We need these containers back. We need these boats back. You there's know, one now. There's a, there's a boat coming in right now. He, he's, uh, he's been out there for four weeks. He's blowing the horn. He's like, am I next? What's going on here? There he is now. Wait, we give him a little rain? He's in a, he's in a rainstorm. Yeah. He's in a rainstorm. He's blowing the horn. It's foggy. He's scared. It's Halloween. <laughs> so the uh, so bottom line is, yeah, they're going to they say, hey, you know what? If you want to ship your container to L.A., we'll do it for you. If we want it to go further, that's not going to we're not going to give you space. So that's basically what goes on. So it's, it's their way or the highway. Yes. So so then then what? So here on lies the more crucial problem is if you are not using the train to load all these you know how many truck drivers you need oh yeah yeah to haul a train yeah a lot now we have a shortage of truckers not to mention gas fuel surcharge prices not to mention raw materials going up price of fireworks i've never seen it this bad in my life i've never seen prices this high yes supply and demand will drive this down but we will lose a season yeah because they're not going to lower any prices until they just don't sell anything. Well, the price of the product has jumped up. Price of, price of the product is going up. 
but freight is still higher than the product right now. Right. Which is right. sad in itself. Well, it's horrible. But the funny thing is when you talk to people in LA, oh, everything is fine. They're well, in denial. And, and I was going to ask you, you're dressed for Halloween. You look like a surfer dude. So you love those people in, in California. No, I, I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> I hate those people because they're just, they make excuses, Ron, for everything. They, you know, you can't have a conversation with them because they're, they're just like, well, I said, God, this gas, $7 a gallon in California. How do you guys do it? Well, I really, it doesn't bother me because I don't use that much gas. Well, whatever you did use, you're paying double for it. All right. So if you paid 20 bucks, now you're paying 40, but you're okay with that. Oh, yeah. They're just fine with that. And they really don't mind if their taxes go up because uh, that's okay. You know, I mean, everything is okay. I went, I bought a cup of coffee. And, of course, my mornings are not like your mornings. They're a little bit later uh, in the afternoon. And I'm okay, and I'm okay with that. <coughs> so I get a cup of coffee, and the coffee's cold. And I said to him, I said, hey, you might want to dump that thermos pot of coffee because the coffee's cold. Right. And the lady behind the counter tells the kid that's working there as well, she says, no, don't dump that pot. I just made that coffee. And I said, well, then the coffee's cold. And she said, well, it's probably just a water. I don't even know what she meant by that. I have no idea. Well, right. Doesn't it, don't you need heat to make coffee? Well, yeah, usually hot water. And grounds. Heats the coffee. Yeah, hot water goes through the grounds and it goes into a thermos like we have at my coffee shop. Right. In a thermos, I can understand after a while, doesn't keep it piping hot, which is why I thought it was maybe an old pot of coffee. Right, right. But then for her to overrule the customer, number one, which see, that doesn't happen no, in the normal no, world. No, you know, right. the customer yeah. is always right. Right. But in this generation, the the 19-year-old overrules whatever the customer says and says, don't dump that pot. I just made it. Right. Well, either one or two things. Maybe you're lying or maybe you didn't, maybe you made, maybe you didn't make coffee. Maybe you made iced coffee. I yeah, don't know what to tell well, you. How do you make coffee but, without it being hot? But anyway, it's just, it's a typical California thing. You can't even have a conversation with them because they know everything. Right. And if it's, and even if it's wrong, they'll still just tell you, well, no, that's, that's, that's probably just a water. Right. You don't even know what she's talking about, you know? Yeah. And, uh, so you, you, let me guess you, knowing you, uh, you, you went in the it bar. Exhausting. Went, <laughs> it was exhausting. You went Ron. in the bar at night. You bonded with the locals. I bonded like with the locals. Did you have your vaccination card? You're yeah. Oh, no, you, know, you got to have your vaccination card to get in. And so did you actually try to hold court and try and I, I, steer I, these people I, and tell them the error? Of the well, ways? I just tried to, you know, when they ask me what I'm doing, first of all, you know me, I stick to myself. I don't say nothing to nobody, but they whoa, all whoa, want to, whoa, 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 whoa. they all want to swim in my pool. Oh, okay. So they, you know, then they start talking to me. Oh, where are you from? You know, and then you tell them where you're from. And they're like, oh, wow, yeah, that's cold in California. Yeah, it's cold in Chicago. California is the greatest weather ever. Like, yeah, 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 as I'm freezing in California. But besides well, the I point. I think you're jaded because Cabo is always warm. Yes. And Cabo are at least a little bit more normal and they're happy to see Americans. Yeah. These people are, I, I don't know what they're happy to do. Yeah. They're just, they don't even want you there. They they're don't want you home. there. Yeah, yeah, they just want to stay home. But yeah, it was impossible. <laughs> and then as you're wearing a mask and you're getting vaccinated, vaccination cards and all this stuff, I just said, which makes perfect sense to anybody. Now, I just got off the plane from Florida. Makes perfect sense in Florida, but obviously in California, it doesn't. Right. When you tell them, don't, aren't you a little afraid of the 400,000 illegals coming over here? Maybe you think that might be why our numbers are spiking. Nobody talks about that. But oh, could right. it, could it right. be? Right. And they're like, no, I, I don't think that's a driving force at all. I think oh, it's because 
the rest of the people don't want to get vaccinated. Here in California, we're all pro-vaccination and we are all getting vaccinated, but the rest of the world doesn't want to do it because they're afraid. <sighs> Exhausting. Yeah. But anyways, so I, um, you, you can't, you, you talking to the California people, might as well talk to that poster over there, Santo Tequila there with well, we got uh, Sammy and Guy Fieri. Sammy and Guy Fieri. Yeah. And, you know, even though it's a cardboard cutout, they have more to bring to the table than the California people do. And, both, and unfortunately, both of those people are from California. So, you know. Uh, yeah, well, uh, Sammy Hagar is. I don't, was he born? Well, in I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I don't know, actually. I yeah. should know that. I do not know. Yeah, I don't know. Either. either way. Yeah, you're right, though. They do. They, it's a cardboard cutout. And, they and, and they'll bring more to yeah. the table yeah. than the people in California. Yeah. Well, and, I, and, 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 of course, the people who are smarter are leaving the state yeah and, our buddy we saw gene simmons. gene simmons he just said i'm going to nevada yeah i mean if you add up all the taxes and the state taxes and this new um you know whatever tax on people who earn over 10 million which i'm sure gene does yeah uh your total tax nut is 60 percent. 60 percent. yeah so let me just keep working to give six. Let me just keep working for 40 cents on a dollar. Yeah, so six tenths out of the year, the first six tenths of the year, you're working to mm -hmm. pay tax. And then the last four, half, less than half a year, it's your money. Yeah, it's well, I like, to, I like to see if Nancy Pelosi's husband works for 40 cents on a dollar. I doubt it. Mm -hmm. No. Uh -uh. Oh, of course. Not. No. Well, anyway, so, yeah, the California situation is terrible. The people in California, they look at you and say, is there something wrong with our ports? Do you? Do you ever see a sea of ships? They have no idea. They, totally honestly, unaware. they they don't even care. They don't even know. No. Oh, and then okay. I said, so do you notice like your shelves empty at your Target? No, not at all. I go to Target. I've never seen the shelves <laughs> empty. I said, well, you know what? You might be onto something because the ships come to they come. <laughs> well, right. To, so they got and they got to get unloaded. So it's just like Star Fireworks always has fireworks in in the warehouse and in on the shelves because they're the first ones to get unloaded. Everybody else right. trickles down. So right. Well, yeah, if Star Fireworks is located in California, you'd be good as gold. Yeah, and, you know, and, um, well, you and know, that, try and get that merchandise to a Target in Minnesota. Right. Maybe there's going to be some empty shelves, but, right. you know, first port of entry is California. Right. So, of course, that Target is fine, and the, and the, whole, and the California people are happy. Then I had a discussion with a guy from Hawaii earlier today. Said, you know what it's going to be like? I remember uh, during Pearl Harbor, Japanese, like, came out of jungle like seven years later and did not even realize that, you know, Pearl Harbor, Pearl Harbor was over for seven right. years. They didn't, yeah, they World War II was, yeah. was over for right. seven years. They had no idea. They come out of jungle and they realized, oh, wow, this is all over. They had no idea. No, what they did, didn't get the memo. What did they eat for seven years? Uh, bugs and, you know, stuff in the jungle. Whatever, whatever yeah, soldiers whatever, eat. Yeah. Whatever soldiers eat, whatever. <laughs> well, they just ate bugs, they ate leaves, they, you know, whatever. You know, wild mushrooms, you know. Yeah. So, it's the same thing going to happen. These people are going to emerge out of their like houses in condos six years after COVID is done. They're like, what? COVID's over? They'll be, they'll be walking in with a mask on seven right. years later, and people will be looking at them. Ugh, it's exhausting, Ron. It's just exhausting. And so and so you, you were in California. In California. Obviously, you were there on business trying yeah, to yeah. get some things straight. Did get you, some things did straightened you, did you out. figure out what you're going to do? Yeah, I... We're our plan is in in order, and of course, honestly, you know, we, you know, I don't listen for the news. I get on a plane and go. That's our mo, right, and that's right. how I manage to stay ahead of the game. So um, we're doing fine, and things are coming in, and um, you know, we're rocking and rolling, and we, you know, successfully going to uh, do something a little bit different for for a uh, 
for a revenue stream because I don't really think we're going to make so much money in, in fireworks. And the sad part is <clears throat> the steam that we got in the fireworks industry in 2020 is going to be way short-lived by the increase of freight and price. We're going to scare people back into the big shows because they're going to say, you know what, fireworks are just too expensive. Oh, right. And this steam should have rode us out for three, four more years of 2020. All we did after 2020 was lose money. That's yeah. all we're doing. We're losing money, and all these other companies are getting all the money back now that they lost in 2020. Right. Yeah. So it's a, it's a shame, um, you know, for the person who really enjoys fireworks. And like I said, in theory, if a guy comes in with a thousand dollar budget, which he may still come in with a thousand dollar budget, he's going to get less. He's not going to be happy. He's going to get less. And chances are he's probably not going to raise that budget because everyone's got a budget to go with. Well, of course. So, you know, in theory, if well, you. And even these days, the budget might be less because the cost of gas. The well, cost right of now, milk, the, the, the cost, cost of, of gas, groceries, rents, mortgages, and we haven't even. Wait till they start taking more out of your paycheck. Oh, yeah. So, you know. You know, I've said for years, the only thing that has made America much better than all these other countries is you have more disposable income to spend on things that you want. Right. And now they're taking our disposable income away. And what are they, what, what are they saying now that Americans expect too much? We buy too much. Why? It's incredible. I, I just never seen, you know, since when is it? Did everyone ever tell you you're buying too much? No. You ever go in my store and I tell you, you know, you're buying too much. You'd yeah. expect too much from us. That's too much coffee. Put that down. Yeah. I, I don't understand. So basically you don't know what else to say. And now you say you're buying too much. No, it's been the last 13 to 14 months and not doing anything in the ports. And that's a funnel effect. Yeah. The containers are on the water. They're coming in. But you guys let them build up and build up because, oh, you don't feel comfortable. I mean. You know, and it's a rotten thing. You know, I was a union guy. I've been in unions and everything else. But you know what? During this whole COVID thing, it's just, as we said, it's given a lot of people an excuse to be lazy and are getting paid to get away with it. But usually uh, you tell people you're not buying enough. Yeah. You know, take this with you here. Why don't you go I don't even get excited when <laughs> someone gives me a big order because I don't know if I can fill it. I don't even know if I could afford to fill it because I got to bring it in. Right. So you get, you know, get a 50% deposit and I got to bring it in before I can ship it out. I got three times that money already. He gets basically, it's, it's I'm getting 50% down, but I'm only getting one quarter of the cost. So yeah, that's a problem. Well, that's big, a big problem. problem. Well, and, and I don't know if you saw this. This was, uh, when was this published? October 24th. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if this helps anything, but, uh, and I know you were just in Florida too. Uh, Governor DeSantis is asking ocean carriers to consider sending sending their backlogged West Coast box ships to his state's eastern seaboard, where there's plenty of capacity to berth big ships and offload cargo. DeSantis said, "We have to make sure people can go Christmas shopping as normal. We have to make sure all the necessities are there, and it's because ships are sitting off the coast somewhere else, and they can be rerouted here. And if we get all those shelves stocked, then we want to be part of that." Solution. What what are, what are your thoughts on DeSantis? Is this just all babble? Or is he just no, hy it, hyperbole or it, can he do it? It's not babble. He can certainly do it as he's done everything else before. His his economy's going strong. The boat show was bigger and stronger than it's ever been before. Right, right. Tons of people. No, that man could get it done because he believes in business. And the only trouble that we have is 
like for us, by time the by time the container goes and comes in from China, all the way you know west to I mean all the way east to Florida, and then goes back um, back west to to our state. It's it's a lot of travel time, and it could probably be a lot more money. But at the at the rate that they're charging us, and at the rate that they're charging us to offload everything. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to seriously look into it. I would love to be taking business trips down to Florida way, way a lot more than doing business trips to California. Well, yeah, we, we, we know your, your thoughts. Good on God. California people. Yeah. But I just don't know if it's, if it's, uh, it's just a long way around. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I guess. I mean, is, does, is, does Florida have the capacity that California has? They don't have the capacity, but they can certainly take the overflow. They take some of the edge off. Right now, right now, to me, Florida's got more capacity. They have workers. Yeah. And that's actually, we could talk about this then, too. This might be something to do with it. Have you heard of this? This is a, uh, they call it a pandemic epiphany. No. You know what that is? Uh Uh-uh. So apparently, uh, here, I'll just read this. This is from uh, NPR. Um, So why are so many Americans quitting their jobs? Goodbye, farewell, adios, sayonara. Workers have been giving their bosses an earful of such words as of late. Last week, the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics announced that 4.3 million Americans, or 2.9% of the entire workforce, quit their jobs in August. Um, That was a record-breaking month, piggybacking on a previous record-breaking month. The great resignation is real, and it could be seen across virtually all industries. Um, it's common to see a surge in quitting when the job market is tight and there's a cornucopia of open positions. Um, but what's happening now is unlike anything we've seen before, economists and pollsters are still investigating what's going on. Are generous government benefits encouraging people to quit? Maybe, but some evidence suggests not. Are people angling for a raise after decades of stagnant pay? Yeah, probably. The family pressures imposed by closed schools and closing reopened businesses and reshuffling of the population, uh, but the historic rise in quitting also seems to be all about more than seems to be about more than all of this. Uh, basically, what it's what this is is the pandemic epiphany is these people after they sat home for a year because of COVID and nobody was allowed to go out of house like your workers and in Florida they basically now they're like they have this epiphany is like well, I don't want to go back to work and make twelve to fifteen dollars an hour. I want to stay home. I want to keep getting this money. I don't want to have to do what, why they have this epiphany. Like I'm working too hard and not making enough money. So, and they feel like if they just stay home and yeah. they don't do anything that they really don't need all this much money. And that, they, that, they, yeah, this, this whole experience literally rewired their brain. And that lasts, yeah. that lasts a lot. That lasts a long time until the TV breaks, refrigerator goes yeah. out and everything else happens to you where you realize that, Oh, this is why I work. But you also have a lot of people who are like, you know, maybe late, uh, early 60s, whatever. So, you know, I'm just going to ride this out. And yeah. when it's all done, I'm just going to keep riding this out. When it's done, I'm just going to retire, go on my Social Security, whatever I'm going to go on. Or they'll say, you know what, I only got a year left. I'll just pick up an odd job or something. They don't know what they want to do. But it's just like when you're... But they feel comfortable now because they've been yeah, getting money. You know, it's like when you're off of school right, and summer's ending. right. And all of a sudden, you know, you get those butterflies in your stomach. Like, oh, you know, oh, summer's I ending. Go I go work. back to yeah. school. Yeah. Oh, and it's the God. same thing. They're like, oh, I don't want to go back to work on Monday. Like our good buddy, Paul, who's been off for a while. Seven months. You Seven go back months. Because you know, uh, he had, uh, you know, obviously he had health issues. Right. But 
he's going, oh God, I, I, I'm gonna, I can't wait to get back to work. But he go, he knows after the first Tuesday, you know, he's gonna be like, oh my God, well, why was I in such a hurry to get back? But, and this is what people are like, you know what? Maybe I can just stay home a little bit longer. Maybe don't give us another stimulus package. Maybe not even caring about the rest of the world, the economy, the small right. business owner, nothing. No, you know, I had a guy also in California tell me when I said, I just. I don't mind the vaccination and I'm fine with, I got it. I'm fine with it. My father's got it, but I just do not think the burden should be on the business owner to put, well, no, it should to make that call. The business owner is not, you know, business. I says, I got to let a guy go after 25 years of service because he's got blood clot problems and this problem that he doesn't want to get the vaccination. I, says, I can tell an employee when to come in, when to start, when to end, but I can't tell him to do something to his body because if I could do that, then I could say to the girl in the office, Hey, you know, you should be on birth control because we need you. You can't get pregnant. Well, right. Yeah. You know, or, Hey, don't go out drinking on Friday night. Cause I need you Saturday morning. You got to be fresh. They're not going to listen to me, mm -hmm. but if they choose to go out drinking, I'm not going to get fined. No. If right. that girl chooses to get pregnant, I'm not going to get fined. Right. But you know, and then another, there's, you know, in the state that I, you know, just so love so much, they said, well, it, uh, that's different because this is a, a, a problem that affects everybody. A girl in your office getting pregnant does not affect anybody but your business. And he further says, yeah, well, they always got an answer. And he further says, yeah, they always have an answer. I Means stupid answers, but they have, have an answer. And then they further say, which he's right, the girl in the office getting pregnant does not impact yeah, the he's rest not of the wrong. No. no, he's not wrong on that one at all. No. But the one that really killed me is he said that, well, it should be on the burden of the business owner because the business owner has always been the bad guy. So why wouldn't he be the one to enforce this? Well, but how are how's the business owner the bad guy? They I, feed your family. I, they I said I feed hundreds of families. Why would I be the bad guy? And if you think about it, Ron, if you take all the risk. Yes. And if a business owner did not believe in you when you right. were a kid or hire you when you were a kid, he took a he took a, they all a gamble to this on day. you. Yes, absolutely. And even to this day, as long as you are working for someone, that business owner is taking a gamble on you. Right. Since when has the business owner been the bad guy? Yeah. So now when I go to my office next week, I'm going to say, am I the bad guy? Because if and whoever says yes, I'm going to throw them out of the company because I, the I don't business, think anybody would say you're. The I don't think guy. so at all. But the business owner, Dino maybe <laughs> the business owner should since when is a business owner, the bad guy. I mean, this is the, this is the mentality, though. Well, right. Well, that's the and that's, then you're talking to people who all work for somebody. That's the mentality of the Democrats. I think. I, I, I don't they think, they, but they're all very wealthy. All these politicians are very wealthy, but yeah. they 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 make it they make it off like you know the the business owner is a bad guy because you're making more money. But you take the risk. There's a lot involved with doing with what you do. I mean, I, I, don't I go get to the it. bank any, every day. It. I'm not. I mean. And someone once told me this a long time ago in banking. I might have even said it here before, but they told me the, the way to make a lot of money is to manage risk for other people. And, I, and that's what I do. A lot yeah. of what I do is giving loans to people. I got to make sure you're qualified and I have to 
you know, I have to. And you're managing risk for for your employer. I'm managing risk for my employer, but I'm not managing my own risk. If I give somebody a $7 million loan tomorrow and they decide not to pay, it might affect me a little bit, but it's not going to affect. I'm still going to come home. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. You're you're paying people to to take care of, of on your behalf to unload the fireworks, to ship them out, to do this, to do that. And but you're taking all the risk. That's your money. You're paying for insurance. They you're, shipped the wrong case. I'm the one that pays for it. Yeah, you're responsible for all that. Yeah. So who said this to you that you're the bad guy? Another one of the you know the California natives. Uh, I'm right. sitting there having a couple cocktails with. You know. You know what you should have said to him. And as one gentleman to another, I just want to say I really hope you can get Lou Gehrig's disease. Telling you. <laughs> yeah, I just hope you get Lou Gehrig's disease. But I mean, <clears throat> but this is this is just a mentality. Of these people that I, I just, I just, I don't, I don't understand it. And I'm not, I don't even care about Republican, Democrat. I'm not even going there, but just, just the well, audacity the, to say that the employer is always the bad guy and it should be on him. Why should it be on me? I'm not a doctor. I'm not a judge. I'm not a jury. Why would I have to make a call what you well, should right, do? Right. Because like I say, you know, I mean, don't they also believe in, you know, it's your body. You shouldn't have to have an abortion, but yet it's your body. You have to take this vaccination. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I don't know. And I'm not saying it's wrong, but, and then, and then the, then when you bring up the fact that there's 400,000, whatever people coming in unvaccinated, untested, and they don't have no problem with that. Well, a lot of people just don't believe that. I, I yeah. I mean, I mean, they just don't believe it. They, yeah. they just say it's not happening. And, you know, and that might be good for, well, it's just, you know, for the Republicans, because sooner or later, they're going to realize it's true. I mean, you have to. You, I mean, you know, not, what? not everything that CNN says is false or true and not everything that Fox News says is false or true. You have to understand. But I always say, if, if you want to see, go to the borders. Right. If you don't believe someone, right. go right. to the borders. Make your own assumption. You see what's going on. I see what's going on because I'm in Mexico half the time. I right. see all this. But right. it just gets disturbing after a while. Well. But, um, but you know, the problem we have that the fireworks people face is outrageous prices that we did not have the opportunity to collect last year. You know, right. as fire as as products are going up for Walmart, Walmart selling new products constantly. So it's still new money's coming in to pay new money in freight, and then that new money gets raised to pay you new don't money. Have time to- we have no new money coming in. We have all our old money we're sitting on, which is worth about half of what it was in November. So right. there's no way any of us, and I don't care how big they are. And I'm not sure how much you're in banking. You know, where are you going to get money from other than your real estate? And how many are sitting so real estate rich to cover no, right. that cost? Well, no, that's it's a hard thing to do. You, you whatever you. So that's why the industry, whatever. our industry, is really going to be hard. Like we talked to Steve Hauser and Steve, so I'm going to keep my original order plus what they owe me in 2021. You ain't going to be able to afford to do it. I don't care what anyone says. Well, not when it's good. Yeah, and Steve had said that. Be, you know, before the yes, the, before the, the forty-two thousand yeah. dollars shipping cost, right? Right. And um, and why would you want to, and, you know, we've talked about it before, too. I never minded investing money in product, but you're investing money in air. You're just mad. And if that air goes down, you got a lot of high priced product here that you that you're not going to be able to get those prices from. And you're going to be right. taking those losses. So I think this is obviously a year to buy less. Hopefully we can dollar cost average what we already bought if things go down, which we'll be able to. But those prices are not going to come down anytime soon because we need to make up 
what we already spent on freight. Right, and and you need to have, uh, you need to almost have, because fireworks being so hyper-seasonal, you need to have a continuous source of income, which in this business you just don't you have. Don't, you do not You don't have. miss, like Steve Hauser said, you don't miss a season, you miss a year. That's yeah. so true. Yes. You know, like you said, Walmart, it, you know, they're selling Christmas, Halloween, Thanksgiving. Yeah. They're selling. They're food. bringing They're constantly bringing in money, just like in our gas station. When the price of gas goes down, gas goes up, we raise our price before the truck even pulls in. We get a daily printout. So you have to raise your prices when gas goes up, because when a new truck comes in, you need to have money to pay for it. Right. And when gas goes down. Same thing. The prices come down and you got a dollar cost average what you got in the ground. I mean, it just it's it's simple math when you're having daily sales, when you have, you know, oh, yearly yeah. sales or you have semi-annual sales. It's really tough to do. And yeah. um, hopefully we can all see our way through this. But I will tell you, this is you will not see the variety uh, you're not going to see the variety on my wholesale list. You might see it in my store, but you're certainly not going to see it on my wholesale list. And uh, just because it's, it, you know, yeah, well, I think I think I saw a price and don't quote me, but I, I think I saw a price of one hundred and seventy four dollars a case for tanks. Outrageous because the case is so big. Well, you know, for one hundred and seventy four dollars, I might not even want to. Carry, carry a tank right see and that's why i say you're going to see variety going down you have to pick and choose your battles and we predicted the novelty stuff would would suffer the most yes yeah. especially some of the stuff in big cases the reason it's in big cases is because they don't want to ship a small case with eight boxes of tanks that's there's a lot of labor in there so the bigger the box the more tanks you can sell the more you can bill out but at them kind of prices for freight you're not going to see anyone buying big cases like that mm. So that's where uh, the biggest problem comes in, despite it, you know all this other negative stuff. That's bottom line is you're going to have to pick and choose what products you want to sell in your store based on the return on your investment. So get your tanks early. Yeah, I'd say get your tanks. Yep. Get your tanks, chickens, all that stuff that would uh, – and, and one, even like your nine-shot racks. I, I, are they really going to be worth on the retail floor – you know, yeah, if you're Phantom, maybe you get your one ninety nine buy one get one free, and they're going to be at two fifty buy one get one free. I don't know, is a nine shot rack really worth one hundred twenty five dollars? I don't know. That's going to be, you know, that's getting some serious, yeah, what <laughs> some serious price. You know, it's just price everything. Everything's gone up. <clears throat> everything's gone up. I was and uh, we'll divert a little here. We I went to the. Uh, Pinball Expo here yesterday in uh, Chicago. Your guy Rob Burke was very, very no, nice, good. very gracious. Let us good. Come, let us go in. And Who all went? Did you go with uh, your Cindy, usual group? Uh, my group? brother-in-law and my sister and Pauline. But and you didn't go look, with uh, Chris and Ryan. Oh no, they can't leave. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I am so I sorry. Was hoping that, I, I was I, hoping you know Ryan what? would make it. I was gonna take a picture and show it to Ryan, but I, I just didn't want to do it. Uh, you know, I, I, they have you know the, the every COVID affects everyone differently. Yes. Oh so, uh, yeah, they're having you know they're, they're still um, a lot of issues with the COVID. Very aware, afraid of right, different very, things very going aware on. Of COVID, yep. and, and I feel bad. I mean, it's just. And he's a young kid, and, and yeah, I, I feel bad. That's all I can say. But no, it was there was a five of us. Louis showed up later. Nice. And Rob was very nice. We talked to him for a little while. He let us come in, and you know, it's you know whatever. It's very nice of him. He we didn't have to pay to get in. So okay. your, your name carries a lot of weight around. Well, it should carry a lot of weight. Jesus. Yeah. And they said, "Who should we tell?" Is calling. I say, "Just Ron the banker." They look at me because that's how he'll know me. I said, "Just yes. say Ron the banker." So he came over, said hi, and then he let us in. But and this has nothing to do with Rob. So. 
So we're sitting there, and then we're walking around, and my brother-in-law likes to drink, so he likes cocktails. So it's in the convention center now. You know how those things are usually laid out. We went to the concession stand. They and what have, hotel is it in now? Oh, it's in the Schomburg Convention Center. Oh, Schomburg right Convention Center. Right next to the center. Renaissance Hotel there. Okay, big turnout? Big uh, group? Yeah, it was a big group. It was a bit, You know what? It, it looked empty, though, because... There's just it's so vast. It's, I was gonna say that that yeah. convention center compared to a, a hotel like a ballroom. hotel ballroom, yeah, yeah different. The, the hotel was much more intimate. This was vast, but I think this is this was definitely probably the busiest. Me. Well, this was the first year in the convention center, so yeah. they'll get better at it. It was great. I loved it. I mean, I love that pinball stuff. It's yeah. Uh, I got my new. How game. about my buddy Jaden? Was he there? He was there. I saw I him there. I didn't Jayden say hi was to Jaden. I didn't oh, say hi okay. to Jaden. He's he probably was... doing his selling his Atari machines or something like that. Uh, he was he does playing. A lot I saw him playing a game. Oh, okay, and good. Was, I didn't even know Pauline pointed him out. Isn't that Jay? I go, yeah, that's Jaden, because we could see his face on the on the firework. On the firework, yeah. Uh, so, but so my brother-in-law Tom wants a drink, and this is just an example of prices. So I'm like, okay, you know, and he had paid for dinner earlier, so I was like, no, let me get the drinks. But that means I had to walk with them. So we walked to the concession stand. They didn't have liquor. So we had to go out of the concession, out of the convention center. We had to go through these hallways and to this bar that's over by the door. It was quite a walk. So we get to the bar. And Tom wants a mixed drink. I get a beer. And it's $21. And that's fine. You know, whatever. You're having alcohol. So, and I'm like, well, maybe we should get the girls bottles of water. You know, walking around. It's kind of hot in there or whatever. Let's get some, <clears throat> get some bottles of water. So, I, you know, I said, how much for the drinks? And she said, $21. I said, well, throw in two bottles of water. She's like, okay, that's $33. I'm like, I thought she made a mistake. I go, 33 And I'm doing the Six bucks a oh, bottle well, I, for I did, water. I did the math in my head. I said, that's six. I, I said, is a bottle of water is really $6? And she goes, well, yeah. I go, $6 for a bottle of water. And it was just like this. It wasn't Fiji or anything. It was Kirkland. And, and a beer had to be 7 Right. Or eight, maybe. Eight, whatever or it was. Or four. What, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, well, the mixed drink was probably. I would say 14. 12 to 14. Right, and the beer was seven, and yeah. it was a it was a bottle of beer in a cup. and But the water was $6 a bottle. I go, are you serious? And I, I'm not cheap at all, but I'm like, but sometimes you almost got to take a stand. Uh, you know what? And I'm like, all right, fine. And then they hand me the water. And it was it was room temperature. It wasn't even cold. I go for six dollars a bottle. You can't even keep it cold. Are you kidding me? But nothing. Probably because no one told the worker they have to put it in the refrigerator. I, you know, and, and then as I and then as I was leaving later, I noticed right next to the bar over on the other wall there was a vending machine with water. I was like, I could have just went to the vending yeah. machine. You know what I mean? It would have been cold in there. But, and, you know, so you're paying $6 for a bottle of water, but at least have the courtesy to keep it chilled for me, for God's yeah. sake. There's no courtesy, no nothing, nobody, you know, just like when I stayed at the Hyatt, no valet, you know, they don't care. what. Where's the cart to bring my, uh, you know, bring my stuff up to the room? Wow, we don't know. Where, where's the valet? We don't have one of those, you know, COVID. Well, everything right, is right, just, right, yeah. I'm paying just the same. I'm getting way less in, you know, in, in, in you know, I mean, I'm getting less for what I pay for. I was so happy that both, uh, all three of the hotel rooms I've been in in the last uh, week here, all had daily room service, um, you know, which was really good. Couldn't do enough for me. So I was happy yeah. to see some of those services come back. Um, yeah, I mean, because that's the price of the room has not gone down. No. You know, um, getting a top sheet these days is hard. You know, I had to make a couple right. phone calls, I, you know. <laughs> Uh, once again, the European way of making a bed is not, we're in America, you know, we're not in London. 
But anyway, so we, but I got the top sheet, you know, <laughs> but make it made, made a few phone calls for that, but at least whatever, I got whatever. it. Let's, uh, let's, we've complained enough. Let's do a little fireworks here. Right. Uh, we got an email, John, from uh, Christian Kang. Do you know this guy? No, uh, no. Christian. Uh, hi there. My name is Christian. I've been listening to your podcast and love what you're doing. I notice you're always looking for the next big thing in the industry. One thing I've always wanted is for cakes to have a tail fuse so that you could start the next item without having to use a firing system. Assuming that there's no rules prohibiting a tail fuse, this would be a possible avenue for consumer-level pyro musical. You could string up enough cakes that would last the duration of a full song, an edited version, an edited version of a song or something like the national anthem. People seem to want to spend a lot of money on music and music-related things. I thought this might be a way the industry could gain access to funds not normally allocated for fireworks. Thanks for your time, Christian Kang. Well, uh, Christian, thanks for the email. Um, the tail fuse is what you have on those. Yes. On uh, what? What is it? It's our your, connector series. Your cakes. connector series. You can you basically get those. It's not technically arranged to to coincide with any type of soundtrack. Nope, nope. It'll just one cake will light the other cake. Right. In sequence, so you'll never have any dead air. You'll never have any dead air. And you're going to be able to keep fireworks going on for quite a long time because at our company, you can buy, uh, what is it, uh, 14 of the 500 grams, 12 of the 350 grams, and about six of the 200 grams. Six different items. Yeah, six different items for 200 grams. They connect to each other. And then you got the 350 items. They they only connect to each other. And then you have the 500 grams, and they only connect to each other. So check the connector series. Yep, check the connector series at Star Fireworks. Yeah, there's a couple couple videos on our YouTube channel. We we did did unboxing of of the connector series. So, yeah, check them out. I remember the frog, and there's a bunch of animals and stuff. Yep, yep. Yeah, so definitely, that's a good, I think, and maybe if you had to do it to a three-minute song, and and if you had different cues in songs, I think you would have, like, a lot of dead space or whatever. I think it would be, you'd have to have a lot of, a lot of 500-gram cakes to go three minutes. You'd have to have at least 10 of them. Well, 30, 30 seconds a cake. Yeah, 30, 35, sometimes yeah. 40 seconds. You know, yeah, you got six of them. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, you got to have, um, you six know, probably probably eight to 10 of them, but which we do carry eight to 10 different ones. But like I say, it would, it's just basically, there's nothing that we can do to co- coincide that to music. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> if you were to buy a bunch of slices, but still you would. You would need so many different slices, and that slices are like you know well, that's, six seconds or so. So yeah. you would you would need a whole bunch of of those you know yeah, fused but, together. But the tail fuse is a good idea, and John's yeah. had that already, and we can yep. we can always do that. So, but you dream it, we build it. <laughs> Sometimes we build it before you dream it. Like in this case, it's your news. John, it's we got some fireworks news. news. Fireworks yeah. news. I love fireworks Tony news. Star. You can't get enough of it. We've got to hurry up. We've been going long here, John. No, well, you know, we, we haven't seen each other in a long time, so you got to let huh? me rant. You know? Oh, you can rant yeah, as I'm long good. as you want. No, right. I'm good. It's been guy, a long week, though. Guy, guy Fawkes celebration being disrupted on all fronts, John. Oh, guy Fawkes night. Uh, home Guy Fawkes celebrations, Fawkes, I'm saying Fawkes here, are being dampened by COVID-19, with supply chains causing stock issues for retailers. Yep. Any expectations there may be a revival of backyard, and this is what we just talked about, a revival of backyard fireworks celebrations as COVID crowd restrictions curtail public display appear to be fizzling out. The public could only buy fireworks for four days of the year, November 2nd through the 5th, and one retailer said there wouldn't be the supply to meet any surge in demand. 
Bad Boy Fireworks James York said the whole market was short on stock because of COVID-19 disruptions to slip shipping supply issues. So, and we uh, obviously we primarily talk about America here, but they're feeling it over in the UK. Oh too. yeah, all over. Yeah, yeah. all over. Yeah, yeah it's um, you know what? And here's here here's the problem that people forget about too. And we are seeing it once again in the United States, but a lot of people yeah. aren't seeing it. Is if the fireworks manufacturer cannot get container space, okay? Then the fireworks, there's the horn again. We're talking more about and then chips. and then the fireworks are sitting in the warehouse. Once they run out of warehouse space, they don't build another one. They right. They just stop shipping. They stop production. All right. See, like me, I will stockpile fireworks in those warehouses, and I mean, I'll rent trailers and all that. Right. But it's not feasible to do that, and it might be against some certain laws and explosions and everything else that could happen. So, right. When the warehouse gets filled and they can't do and they can't ship the stuff out, they right. have to stop production. And and some people have been saying that the costs have been going down, but obviously hazmat, you're going to see that hazmat last. is going to is going to come down last. And you know, there's not that many people chomping at the bit to deliver hazmat. So yes, you're going to find the. You know, it's going to be supply and demand. Raw materials are up, and they're going to come down once the Chinese realize that we're not that nobody's buying fireworks anymore. Right. If you don't need perchlorite, it's going to go down. It's just you know we're uh, you know we grew up, we know supply and demand, and that's what it is. That's what's scary. Does that make you tingle? Not yet. What if I add this? That makes me tingle. Really? No. <laughs> just the sound of that. There was a there was a guy in a motorcycle playing that theme as he drove up and down Las Olas Boulevard. <coughs> really? Yeah, playing that theme. And in Florida. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, total ban on use of firecrackers, fireworks containing. Oh no! Let me rephrase that. This is uh, Indian. Uh, this is from uh, India. No total ban on use of firecrackers, fireworks containing barium salts prohibited. Do you know what that means? Mm-mm. No use on. There's no ban on the use of firecrackers, but. Fireworks containing barium salts have been prohibited. Okay. The Supreme Court Friday clarified that there is no total ban of the use of firecrackers and only those fireworks which, which contain barium salts are prohibited. A bench of justices said, however, that no authority can be permitted the violation of the directions issued by it and, and it allowed by it and allow banned firecrackers under the guise of celebration. The apex could further... The Apex Court further asserted that celebration cannot be the cost of the other's health. <clears throat> so what they're saying is you can't celebrate if it's going to mess with somebody else's health. Well, so these barium salts and firecrackers must be bad. Well, so but you say firecrackers in one paragraph and fireworks in the other. So are we talking about firecrackers are not banned, but fireworks containing? Can, yeah, only those fireworks which contain barium salts okay. are prohibited. So. Yeah, basically, if that's a fountain or whatever that contains that, then that's not allowed. But yeah. firecrackers don't don't carry that, so I they're guess. not allowed. Yeah, it is, they're allowed. It is. Here's a quote. It is made clear that there is no total ban on use of firecrackers. Only those firecrackers are banned. Oh, only those firecrackers. Now it says are, firecrackers okay. are banned as directed here and above, which are found to be injurious to health and affecting the health of citizens, more particularly the senior citizens and children. So obviously these barium salts are in some firecrackers, but may not all firecrackers. Right, right. right. Gotcha. So well, there you go. That's interesting. Yep. Very interesting. Very interesting. 
Oh, wow. We're at 55 minutes. Oh, right? that's all right. Keep on rolling. Keep on rolling. We just got started. Well, I got some other, I got some uh, non-firework news or we can do, do you want to do a master class? Let's do a master class. All right, you sure? Well, yeah, we got to give them some fireworks news. We gave them enough about, All right. we gave them enough economy 101. Do you remember how to do a master class? There you go. There's your pen. Yeah, not really, but I'll I'll think of it. <laughs> You'll figure it out? I'll figure it out. All right. This ain't too hard. I've no, been, is it, we're not We're not talking uh, rocket science. I've been thing. in tougher classes than this. <laughs> It's time for another episode of Fireworks Brigade Masterclass. There you go. Masterclass, John. Masterclass. Name of this one, Blackout. Blackout. Very, very, uh, I, I developed this product. Long time ago, with uh, in this label with Happy Family. Did you really? Yes. Ah, I just picked this one at random today, so it was yes. a good one. So, so you, so you, this is a Happy Family. It's not a Wise Guy. No, it's not a Wise Guy. But if you look on all the cases of Happy Family in the early years, they said Happy Family Wise Guy because I came up with the labels. I was one of the first ones to buy fireworks from Happy Family. Okay. After they switched over their logo to Happy Family. What was it so, before? Uh, well, they were just a factory making products for oh, okay. other manufacturers, but then oh, okay. they come out with their. Happy family, just like Raccoon came out with Raccoon. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, yes. Yeah, so this was my label is originally. That, is that light like shining in your eye? Should we turn that flash? No, that, no, that I'm good. Because yep. you can see the screen. No, we'll see good? the screen. Yeah. All right, mm-hmm. good. Okay. So yeah, so this is um, this is a happy family. This is blackout. Um, we'll go through the label later. It's it's it almost looks superheroish, but yep. uh, um, anyway. So this is a 16 shot, uh, four pieces per case. Uh, now the effects on this one are. Colorful coconut. What's what's coconut? Coconut is, um, I don't know. It's kind of like um, like a palm tree, but it seems to be probably not as. It doesn't drip like a willow. It's more just shoots straight out. You know. Oh, okay. Um, I I don't think I've ever heard anything called coconut before. Yeah, they don't really use that uh, that term so much. Is this? Oh, is this just? This is just. How long has this one been around? This one been around a long time. Right. I've had this uh, long time. Blackout, blackout, and end of the line were two of my favorite cakes years ago, and it's a three hundred fifty gram, and or at least three hundred fifty gram size, but uh, both good cakes. But yeah, this one's been around a long time. This this got to be seven eight years old, not well, even, if not longer. Yeah, well, it's well, at least I'd say about eight years. Yeah, it says here it's five hundred grams. Yeah, but it's a pack six ones, so it it's a smaller. Four. It says four one. Four no, it's six ones. Blackout uh, is that, six. It oh. says four pieces per case on the Happy Family website. Here, I can pull it up. Maybe we can. Jeez, I, I'm trying to think. Maybe it is four ones, but end of the line is six ones, and I thought they were both the same, same group. And I think Blackout changed its label too. Yeah, I think they changed their graphics too on this label. It's an old label. You gotta put blackout by happy family. You found it easier than this. Oh, I know I want this I want the star fireworks stuff. Yeah. Here I am, star fireworks dot com. Yeah. Oh, you know that I gotta go 
Oh, there it is. There it is. It says happy family. Four one. I wouldn't be surprised if the website's wrong, but uh, I will <laughs> check it out and make I sure. I think I was on the Happy Family website earlier, and it said 4-1 as well. Okay. So, anyway. So, yeah, it's definitely, a, well, for, for what we know, it's a 4-1. So, let's, so anyway, let's let's take a look at it. Let's All see right. what it looks like. Let's let's listen to it, and let's, let's get a, an idea. Yep. So, the effects are colorful coconut, colorful, colorful peony. Colorful strobe, silver chrysanthemum, silver coconut. Says here the duration is 36 seconds. Yep. 16 shots. Yeah. There it goes. A lot of color. Mm -hmm. And it's got some good noise to it. And hard to pick up on the video, but um, definitely good. Does it have a special ending or anything? Yeah, it's got a uh, heightened finale. There's a happy customer. There you go. Honking away. See how coconut just kind of shoots out? Okay. There you go. It was a finale. Mm hmm. Two shot. Was it a two shot finale or three? I think it was a three. Mm hmm. So some, let's see, some big breaks there. Look at that. Mm hmm. All right, so but it kind of it, it just kind of breaks up with that crackling, end. Okay, so that's that's what the coconut refers to. I guess I like to say it's not really a term that I've ever used. There you go. There's a lot of color in that one: green, mm -hmm. and, uh, red, and colorful. That's the peony, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, so master class, like we always do, John. Let's give it some. Uh, let's give it some grades here. So first off, label. It's kind of different. It, it's very superhero-ish. It's got some fireworks. It's very iconic looking. It's an old label. It is very. And you iconic can tell. Looking. You can tell by just the by the color of the superhero. It's kind of like a spinoff of Captain America. See with that little blue and the red and the green and the red and the white. Kind oh of yeah, helmet. It's, it's very you know, by his face there. You know. Um, it's very vintage, very nostalgic. Yeah, and the the flames around is you know around the whole body. Like, like he's all. electrocuted. Yeah, electrified. Yeah. So I'd say it's. I mean, it's not a bad label back no, in the day. I like it. Oh, but no. it's a very iconic label. Um, it's not infringing on anybody. So <laughs> it's perfectly. Uh, you know, it's not really Captain America. You know, it's uh, call no, him whoever you want. You no, know, what no, mean? no trademark. No, you're gonna no, be looking out for you. Yeah, you know. So. Uh, <laughs> I mean, on a, what are we doing on a scale? One to ten? One to no, five? No, we go we one to five. Five to, being the best, one mm -hmm. being the worst, and we can go halves or quarters. Whatever I'd you say want. it's probably, I'd say it's like a, 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 I'd say, you know what, I'd say a two and a half, you know, just because uh, it is older, but it, it still has its uh, nostalgic look. And to some people, they like that. Yeah. Uh, I would imagine no kid would take this label off the shelf versus a superhero he recognizes. You know what? I could see this as like a T-shirt, like a big back, the back of a T-shirt, you know, yeah. a big square like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very iconic. Very, uh, it's very, um, it's just very vintage looking. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, you got, it, you see the one guy way up in the front there and then it looks like it's the same image all the way in the back. Yeah, he's, but, he's going down like, yeah, yeah. Know? Very colorful, very, yeah. uh, and I'm not a so superhero. He starts off man. small and he gets big. Oh. So I don't know if that's like, 
him, you know, like he's being blown up to like uh-huh. this big guy. Like he right. started off as a regular guy, but now he's a super, super. Yeah, so I think he would start off big and get small, but that's, I guess that's the way we, we look at things. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm thinking he was small and he started and he got to be bigger because now he's like, ta-da, you know, I mean, that's, oh, okay. why, he's, that's why he's at the top. He's got in my his mind, arm. he's like, ta-da, and he's like, oh, I'm oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> See, that's what I mean. You need medicine. <laughs> you need medicine. He, he needs medicine. Uh, Folks, he needs his meds. Uh, well, I'm going to give it a four. I like the layout. Yeah, I'm glad you do, yeah. yeah. All right. And the reason I uh-huh. give it a two and a half is only because, you know, there's all these new fancy labels out there looking you know out there so you know but uh definitely you know that's what nice thing about having different companies in your store because they all have a different design label they all have their own critique on how they're going to do their label and it shows when it's on your shelves we have all these different products to choose oh from. yeah this shows you great. can like certainly i can tell you that what's that you could take the emblem off and i tell you that looks like a happy family oh you know what that looks like a window design they all have their own right. you know um, what do you call it their own method or their own their own concept of their artwork right, right. you yeah, know exactly it's yeah. it's iconic it's 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 um you know it's it's just recognized yeah right mm-hmm. right right yep I mean, yeah, look, look yeah, at their, that. Their look style. Look at that wall back there. I think yes. You know what that is, right? It's iconic. It's an album yeah. cover, yeah. Well, it's, yeah, yeah, his guitar. Yeah, but actually, yeah. Yeah, cool. their their style of, of, you know, that's their style of labels, you know, back then. And so I could easily, yeah. you know, this, pick that, that out. That would look really good on a T-shirt or on one of those metal signs. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That would look good. So let's, I'm going to hit start right now. And let's talk about color, John. So I'll go first on this one. I like the colors. It's there's a yep. lot of color. There's the blue, the green, the purple, and the coconuts and the silver coconuts. Apparently, yeah. I'm gonna go a nice solid three on color. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to join you on that. Three. I'm gonna say three on color. All right, and now we go to noise. Now it sounds good on the audio here, but you're telling me it's even better. Yeah, it's that. even better. I'm gonna go four with the noise because they've always been a big breaking cake. All right, I'm gonna go along with you because I, I, you know, I'm gonna take your word for it. So, but it's, I mean, it sounds good on. This is how our ears have to be trained. If it sounds good on the video, it's gonna really be loud in person. That's, I mean, that's definitely what I've had a hardest thing for me to do uh, watching videos and not being able to go to China is really determining on is this thing really gonna. You'd be in China right now. Usually, you gotta be dying. Yeah, this is just. Yeah, it's killing me. All right, Uh, pace thirty six seconds for a five hundred grand cake. I'd say pace is fine. It's there's no dead air. Yeah, Um, yeah, you're right. There is no dead air. There's no dead air. Uh, The brakes are nice and big. And, uh, you know, 36 seconds, uh, 36 seconds is not bad no. in, uh, on a firework today. So now I'm, I'm going five on a pace. Okay. I'm going to go four on pace. All right. All right. <coughs> we have no way to tell, but you tell me height. Height. It was always getting pretty good height. It's 16 shots. So the bore is a little bit bigger on the port. So I, I know it's got good height to it. I'm going to go four. Four on height. Because okay. I, you know, even though it says 500 grams, you know, that's a, that's a, you know, um, kind of roll trick it probably might roll in at 400 grams of anything over 200 grams they classify as 500 grams so really um i'm gonna say it's uh i'm gonna gonna say a four i'm gonna i'm gonna copy you in the four and i'm gonna hit play one more time and watch it one more time as we talk about brakes uh the brakes seem to be pretty good um yep i can stop one here no it's it's definitely got some good sky coverage yeah there's a nice one here i'll stop it yeah look at that nice break there yeah 
See that? See that nice big white puff of smoke in the center? Yeah. It's got some. It's it's got some oomph to it. All right, I'm gonna go four on the brakes. Yep. I'm gonna copy that four on the brakes. All right. Why don't you add yours up? I'll add mine. All right. Twenty-two point five. All right. I got a twenty-three. There you go. So yeah. that's it. Masterclass blackout. Johnny with a 22 and a half, and Rhonda Banker with a 23. 23 and out of 25. That's is, not uh, bad. These are these are definitely still available at Star Fireworks. Oh right? yeah, we got those. Yep. Star-fireworks.com. You can go yep. get these there. And uh, I, I don't really remember, no, if I remember seeing these, but it, it seems to me like it's. Oh yeah, they're on the shelf. Do they sell very well? Yep. Yeah, and it's not overpriced good. or anything. No, no, it's not price. It's uh, it's a lower priced cake. Yeah. And uh, ro rolls right around the thirty nine ninety nine, which is you know good. I'm not sure what it's going to be at this year, but you know, um, we haven't heard from Happy Family raising their price yet. I've heard from everybody else just about, but Happy Family was a lot higher than most. Oh, uh, in the early point of raising their prices. Remember, she was the company who said, "Well, you know, we have uh, the electricity, we have this, we have that," you know. And that's another thing, big concern that they're having in China, these rolling blackouts. So that's definitely impacting uh, production as well. Yeah. Okay. You know. All right. That's it for that. That's it for the master class. Next up, John, we got a little other news. Usually I give you some Cabo news. Mm -hmm. You want some Cabo news? Yeah. What I wanted to see was that one video because I thought I was going to see that video what? going on today. Which video? Where he said, look at me. Look at me. I'm the oh. captain now. Oh, I didn't. That, yeah, that's what I thought we were going to play. I completely forgot to play that. Okay, yes, I can do that. I can do that. I'm the captain now. Yes. I, I forgot to play that. We, we were talking about, well, here, I could do this. Yeah, hit the horn. I knew the horn was coming. <laughs> I knew the horn <laughs> was cruises. coming. And then I recorded this for you. And yeah. Then I forgot. Let's watch it. Yeah. I love this movie. Look at me, sure. Look at me, sure. Look at me. I'm the captain. That's a great movie. You watched, you've seen this movie? Yes, I've seen Captain this movie. Phillips. Okay, so what comes to my mind is you got that little uh, skinny that guy there, yeah. Type uh, black guy. Yeah. And uh, where are they? Haiti or are where they are they Haitians? from? Yeah. Haitians. Yeah. So he basically took over that, that steamship. Well, because he's got a gun. Yeah, well, he basically they, took they, it over. They, they did a good fight. They shot him off with water cannons. Yeah. But in the end, you know, they got Tom Hanks, and he's over there telling him, look at me, I'm the captain now. Now, you got a picture now. What comes to my mind is <laughs> okay. the Haitian guy, that's China. And Tom Hanks is Joe Biden. He's like, look at me. <laughs> Look at me, Joe, because he because Joe's Joe's now. got those squinty eyes. He doesn't really know okay. if he can see. He doesn't know if he's awake. He doesn't uh, know what he's it. doing. There you go. So so he's like, look, look at me. He had to repeat it twice because Joe, Joe's like, <laughs> wear the mask, man. You know he doesn't know. You know. So then they, he tells Joe Biden, open up your eyes. I'm the captain now. Right. I'm in charge now. So basically, right, that's what we're at here. We are in charge there. So China saying they're China, in charge. China, we're in charge. Yeah. They're the captain now. And and, and, and and Joe's like, okay, okay. Yeah. That's what comes to my mind. If yeah. Bill don't agree with me, that's fine. You know. No, I... They're, I, they're I, seeing it. I, I, I see your correlation. That's not they're, far off. Yeah, yeah, well... Who would have thought $42,000 <clears> in freight? Who would have thought that? That's crazy. That's crazy. Twenty but grand has you know what? They're so worried about 
there were this 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 um regime or this um what do you call it this 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 office I can't think of the word but they're more worried about you know people with the proper gender pronouns and giving mm-hmm. people four hundred fifty thousand dollars to you know what all that other stuff that you hear about that may or may not ever happen getting their you know four trillion dollar budget thing approved all that they're not really worried about about freight and that, but the, nobody realizes that it's, I mean, it, it impacts everybody pauline works at, at the local grocery store here the, a big chain and she's basically she's saying she believes and i believe her it's going to be worse than it was before she said like Toilet paper, oh, all yeah. that stuff. You're not going to have any of it. She's like, I'm, I'm going to have to buy extra every time. If you are a company bringing in school books or uh, uh, notebook paper, okay? Well, maybe you're not going to stock the shelves with notebook paper right now. You're going to wait until, you know, the you know the the summer. Right. You know, p- p- kids are going back to school. These are the little things that we took for granted. I had to go five different. I had to go to five different stores for corn souffle. I mean, you know, oh, that's right. I remember you. Yeah. I remember your corn food soup. These are little things, but I just like how it hits mainstream media now when it says we're not going to have Christmas presents. Have you, I mean, if you've been waiting for a washer, dryer, building supplies, you know what's going on. Uh I mean, but yeah, it cracks me up. So that's what I, that's what I comes to my mind is, yeah, look at me, open those eyes. Look Uh, at me. We're the captain. I'll give you a little good news, John. A little good news. Uh, We need some. Cabo, according to uh, data from the October edition of Cruise ships and service report by the cruise industry news. The big news for the month include not only the continued reintroduction of vessels sailing from U.S. ports, but also the return of cruising to China and the expansion of the offer in Europe. So here's a list. I mean, I got there's I have to figure out this. We got new microphone stands. I'm still trying to figure it out. So there's um, there's just a ton of ships. Disney Wonder. First cruise, October 1st. Liberty of the Seas, October 3rd. all coming 3rd. to Cabo? Yeah, cruise yeah. line. P&O Cruises, October 3rd. Carnival Freedom, October 9th. Zhao Zheng Zidun, 20... Um, yeah, a lot of, lot of Asians 1st. in Cabo. I'm so happy to see that. Azamara Journey, October 13th, coming from the Greek Islands. Uh, mm-hmm. Homeport, Hong Kong. Here, Spectrum of the Seas, October 14th. There must be two or three dozen here, so there's and a there, lot of cruise ships coming in. Jim. And there's a few. There's a um, a few cruise ships now that are staying overnight, which is really good. You know, the cruise that we we're on years ago was you know get in at six in the morning, leave at two in the afternoon. There's a lot of cruises now staying in Cabo overnight, which is awesome to see. So I'm really happy about that. Yeah. I know there was 16 cruise ships scheduled uh, before January 1st. Uh, which started in October, and it looks like there's even more than that. Yeah, um, yeah there's yeah. a lot of them. So that's good news for you. And there's big signs all over uh, uh, Cabo San Lucas that are saying, you know, welcome Canadians. You're glad to have you back, which oh, okay. is good. Yeah. So I guess uh, Canada opened up some restrictions going to uh, Mexico. Um, and, um, yeah, it's been jam-packed. Yeah. And I, I know, John, you're always looking for the next big thing. John, I think I found it. You ready for this one? All right. This is crazy. And I have a picture of this. I'll show it to you. Head handbags uh, from the curators. The head handbag translate the violence of decapitation into an object of practical usage. Designer Yal Mur's main focus is turning two-dimensional sheets of material into shaped forms. Flat felt molded around a deliberately masculine foam template that creates a shadowy facial mask 
of depressions and impressions. The bag is part of a series inspired by the biblical story of Judith and I don't even know. Anyway, so this guy has got handbags that look like heads. You want to see like this? faces? Yeah, I'd love to see that. But it's not like a face. It's like a decapitated face. Oh, because, you know, we have. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> see, now. Would you walk around with that thing? Um, no, but see, once again, they're just copying. We've had those in Mexico for a while. What do you mean you've had those in Mexico? Well, after they would take off the head and put it in a, in a tight bag, you would get the impression of the face. See, what do you that's mean, where take off whose head? Well, as the Mexicans were decapitating. The cartel? The cartel were decapitating your different uh, people's right. heads. You, For those of you listening, you put that's that, Johnny Starr. You put that in a bag. Yeah, I mean, that was, I mean, we've seen those walking around Acapulco. We're like, is that a head in a bag? Is that guy just happy to see us? <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that is cool. I would carry that, sure. If I could carry a man purse, that would be my choice of man purse. Is there other ones? Let's see. I don't want the teddy bear one. No, just that one. Just that one. Oh, I'm all over that. Where'd he go? Here he is. How about... That's pretty funky. I, I don't know if I... That's, how, about, that's, how about just a... Could you just imagine, like, I don't know how you do it, but just some type of head fanny pack? I'm getting some... <laughs> Oh, there you go. <laughs> that could be some cool looking thing coming out this head on your waist. Oh, you can have a backpack like that, yeah. just staring at people as you're walking away. Yeah, from. yeah, yeah. Try and put your hand in that sucker. That looks like it's going to bite you off. There you go. Yeah, I like it. <clears throat> Another one, John. I know you go to Hawaii every once in a while, and I don't have a picture of this, but I can pull one up if you want to. If you give me a second. <clears throat> I know how much you love Hawaii and you love COVID. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spot, uh, this is from USA, USA Today, Spot on Patrol. Robotic police dogs have privacy watchdogs worried. If you're homeless and looking for temporary shelter in Hawaii's capital, expect a visit from a robot police dog that will scan your eye to make sure you don't have a fever. Nice. It's just one of the ways public safety agencies are starting to use Spot, the best known of a new commercial tech category of robots that trot around with animal-like agility. Uh, police officials experimenting with the four-legged machines that they're just another tool like existing drones uh, and simple-wheeled robots. So uh, spent about 150000 in the uh, Honolulu Police Department spent about 150000 federal pandemic relief money to buy their spot from the robotics from firm Boston Dynamics. So for one hundred fifty grand, John. Here, wait. Let me give you this. You can look well, at I think it's a good thing. Yeah, let me, let me see if I can pull one up here. Because... Um, and that's another thing, you know, um, with the amount of homeless in Hawaii and the amount of homeless in California, it doesn't really matter if um, you're mandating vaccinations because they're not mandating the homeless to get them. Yeah. yeah, look at that. Dude. So that's going to come right up to a homeless guy sitting on the corner in front of. Uh, the guy might think he's in that movie we and, watched earlier. And kind of in front of Montclair, and then he's going to be getting scanned. You know, I like it. Yeah, look at that. It's like yellow. It looks like it's like mm-hmm. a yellow and black. It looks like a Pittsburgh. Now, I, I, I'm not sure. Oh, I that's mean, Singapore. It looks there, right? This, this yeah, social distance that looks like Singapore. a Singapore one. That that little blue <laughs> one. That little blue one looks like something you see in Hawaii. <laughs> That looks like something you would see in Buddy, Hawaii. the perfect robot. Yeah, that toy. looks like that one. That one comes from the Chinese manufacturer there. Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah that looks like a Singapore. That oh, guy, yeah. yeah. This, this one yeah. looks badass. Yeah, no, that comes up to you. You, you don't, you're going to wish you had COVID. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to get questioned. You don't even want to get questioned by that one. 
No. Anyway. Happy Halloween, John. Happy Halloween. Another one. I, I feel like I want to. I feel like I want to. I want to just watch this a little beginning again. I, I I feel like you don't appreciate this movie. This movie scares me. The cabin in the woods. So now, like, this is all the nightmare scenarios you could ever dream, and she just pushes the button. Now they all come through the. Now elevator. who are those? Who are those? Those are good they guys. work for the government. Yeah. Yeah, they're the bad guys in this movie. But what? Wait, the the government's the bad guys in the yeah. movie. Oh. Yeah. See now, all these monsters and everything just take over, take over the the uh, the lab, okay. and now they just kill everybody. See, but these two kids, they're the ones that got away. See, here they come again through the through the. Uh, those two are the ones that got away. She's the virgin, and he's the stoner. And then the doors open, and like all these freaky things come out to start killing people. My thought, my thought about this movie was it was so cool because it was just so Look different. Look at the snake ate that one. I know. But they, but, but the monsters don't kill each other though. No, they just they're they're trained to From kill Chicago, people. Wow. So, and she blew her head off. Why? Oh, she just couldn't she, take yeah, it. She couldn't take it anymore. She's like, I'm not going to eat and bite that snake. No, I was no. going to blow my head off. And my point about this movie was it, w it was good because it was just not. I mean, you've seen Freddy Krueger. You've seen, you know, Jason Voorhees. You've seen Michael Myers. You've seen Halloween and all these movies. This one was completely different with a completely different script that you would never expect. Like, you know, these people here, the scientists, they're sacrificing people to appease the gods down below the earth and then like every single nightmare scenario is under the Comes ground up. and they release it to kill these five people to sacrifice for the humans but you don't know it until like the end of, the, the, movie. End of the movie yeah but and then when but when you release i mean there's like an old saying in in like a play or in in literature you don't introduce introduce a gun you know you don't show a gun in a movie or in a in a script in a play or whatever unless you intend to use it Right, so like this kind of what Alec Baldwin thought of. <laughs> oh, no. Wow, man! That, come on, you got to feel sorry for that guy. Come on, I, I guess. But you don't introduce a gun unless you intend to use it. They have all these monsters, and you see them all in these elevators down below the earth. And it never dawns on you what would happen if all these monsters Released got loose. It's just bedlam, and they're all inside this little laboratory, and they're just killing everybody at breakneck speed. Wow. It's the I. My dad, till the day my father passed away, he I think every time I saw him, he would not let me forget that I recommended to him to watch this movie. Oh, yeah. I, I no, This my does dad, not yeah. look like his kind of movie. No, no. He's yeah. like, hey, oh, well, this comes from a guy who likes Cabin in the Woods. I'm like, oh. No, oh, I like yeah. that. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, I do miss that man because <laughs> I would be right there with him. Like, that's why I don't mind you spoil alert with the end of this because it's, it's not going to be something I'm going to go see. That's for sure. Oh. I, I know. I mean, right there. Come on. Now, see, what I would have thought was cool is if they did something like that, but every monster, every villain came up, like, throughout the history of time. Dracula, werewolf, Michael Myers. That would have been well, awesome scenario, And it would have too. been hard with the, uh, with, the, you know, with the lawyers and the trademarks. This is just, you know, a bunch yeah, of, a bunch of yeah. animals. It's the same up. idea, same concept. They yeah. just couldn't get it. But that'd be cool know. to bring them all together like <laughs> right, that. Right. That'd be awesome. Right, right. So. Yeah. Like the superheroes. Exactly. We would do a whole uh, yeah, bring a whole superheroes. Yeah. They'd do a whole the monster match. We can make our own movie. We call it the go. monster match. We we could we could play the monster match. So. Oh, I knew that was coming. Oh, there you go. That's a favorite Halloween song of yours, the monster match. I've got it right here. Perfect. So um Anyway, so when we meet again, it'll be down in Cabo, I'm sure. Um probably. Probably, yeah. But it won't be till December. 
Yes. Well, this one uh, we recorded on on Halloween. Yes. But um, this we won't, never this miss won't, a Halloween broadcast. No, no, this won't get posted until we're kind of like Regis Philbin and Kelly Ripa with their Halloween bash, and we got our Halloween podcast. There you go. And I like your costume, by the way. You really dressed up good. I got the hat. You got the Metallica hat on. You got a uh, you got a sweatshirt on that you was know, just uh, our buddy Dino. Our Come buddy on. Dino's fat got the old, uh, yeah, go fat cap fireworks sweatshirt on there. That looks great. <laughs> And uh, I, but did, I didn't even think about I'm gonna take it a, I'm gonna take a yeah, sure you did. <laughs> I did I'm gonna take a picture of that uh, rocket and, and uh, you know what? And if they say anything, I'm gonna say, well, you know what? I I got this from uh, somebody. On, honestly, John, no, yep. I don't. That's that's not a licensed Foo Fighters image. Oh, good. No, they, I like Pauline, that image. Pauline bought these for me because she knows we like the metal signs, and I got all those behind me. Mm-hmm. Those are metal signs. Yeah, I know those yeah, are cool. But she bought those for me off of. Um, Amazon. Yeah. And uh, I don't think that's a licensed image. I think somebody else's. I mean, the. the, 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 the How about their logo? Foo yeah, with well, the. Well, yeah. That, well, I don't even know if that's licensed, but I've seen that before. But that rocket, I've never seen before. Yeah, well, I'm going to definitely. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I like that picture. I'm going to take a picture of that because I think that would really be a cool label. It's not going to be Foo Fighters on the bottom. That's going to be wiped no. out. But just the rocket itself, and then we're going to call it something. i got to think of a cool name for that, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I got one in mind. All righty. You're not going to call it Cabin in the Woods? No, no. I'm not going to call it Cabin in the Woods. All right. Well, it's been fun. From a guy who likes Cabin in the Woods, this is one guy to another. Adios. There's <laughs> another horn. There you go. All right. Well, yeah, I guess we will. When you next hear from us, it will be uh, in Cabo. Okay. Uh, but Sounds good. Check out, the, um, check out the YouTube channel. Check out everything. Um, you know, give us, send us some emails, whatever you want, whatever you got. Um, and uh, we will we will be in touch. But uh, And if anyone's going to be in Cabo during our uh podcast we should maybe have them email us you know there's a lot of people sure. coming to Cabo right now on cruise ships and with the uh, hard oh, rock hotel we absolutely, should throw absolutely. that offer out there if you're going to be yeah. in uh in Cabo during the whatever you're going to what December week is it? 2nd you De- you're De- like a December tour- 2nd through December 8th you're like a uh, tour guide out send there. uh send Ron an email and uh, maybe we'll do a podcast live from the coffee shop Lands End we'll give you we never even talked about Lands End, have we? Lands End Coffee Shop. Get it while you're there, right? Yeah, the, make sure you stop at Lands End Coffee Shop. Right across the street from the uh, the, uh, the Marina. Oh, what is that called? The um, kind of like the, the Humanity uh, Center or whatever. Yeah, it is. Convention Center, basically. Convention Center, yeah, right. And uh, right next to a famous restaurant called Romeo and Juliet. Stop in and see our good friends at uh, Lands End Coffee. But also email Ron. <laughs> And uh, and, tr- and try and get on the uh, <laughs> podcast here for uh, if you guys gonna be visiting Cabo. Yeah, we'll do one in Cabo in December, and then uh, we'll probably do. Uh, we one. might do one live from Lands End. Oh, if we can, sure. Yeah, well, sure I, I think we, we know the owner. I think so too. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, Maybe we should good. like arrange to get people there to actually sit with us and see and talk to us. Uh, we, you know what? I'll think. Well, that's what we're trying to do, Ron. I just well, said. <laughs> oh yeah. No, but put a sign up in the window. Live podcast being recorded Wednesday. I don't morning. think we're that famous is in mexico but well, we no, need but, but maybe the, some americans, americans might run might in see it. Yeah, sure yeah, yeah. Well, all you right know, you never know we, we well, know sounds that. good we'll get edson Contreras. We'll, we'll and we'll get and we'll get maybe we'll get it um we can get it how do you say that dubbed in spanish we'll translate it yeah. translate it yeah there you go we'll i like it. to see your mouth moving without <laughs> nothing coming out we'll get it translated yeah, I there you go all right adios there are enough horns
idea. Yeah, that'd be a good thing to do uh, is uh, maybe do that. Say, hey, if you should be in Kabul.